where do I go now? <laughs> now I can't even see him. This is so weird. He's just a he's just where a voice in my ear. Grandpa, is that you? Nolan, it's me, your grandfather. Becky, why do you talk like this? Level four, we're back. Uh, Nolan North, uh, Drusephine J. Drusephine, once again by my side. PJ's running around here hiding somewhere. Paul Both making it all sound good. And Stephanie, well, Stephanie Judge is just can't wait to get this material and edit it down so I don't lose my children. We're back. <laughs> it's level four, pal. Yeah, this man. is exciting, right? Uh, I, um, I'm super excited. Let's get to the topics and tangents because um, this became my favorite thing. Uh, in season three, where you and I just uh, shoot the shit yeah. over some the weird happenings. Yeah, before we do topics and things real quick, I just want to talk about real quick how excited I am that Jack Quaid's going to be on this episode. Right? Uh, oh, oh, we're gonna he's we're gonna make him give a season three spoilers. Right? You're, can we do that? Can he give away season three spoilers? You know what? Let, let me let me address this. It's a good the boys? point. Jack Quaid, uh, dear friend, uh, great kid, uh, super talented actor. Um, He's uh, made the horrible mistake of agreeing to be on the show today, where I am going to use all my journalistic skills uh, that I have. Uh, uh, I have, you know, a couple degrees in journalism. I was a journalist. I was a reporter for a year. And I'm going to, I'm just going to pull them all out of him um, the way an old-fashioned journalist does. Um, And if that doesn't work, I'm going to do a modern-day journalist and just lie. (laughs) So, uh, but we're gonna yeah we're gonna get season three spoilers. I'm gonna I'm gonna dig them out of them, or I swear to God above I will make shit up, and I will <laughs> you will believe it because I'll tweet about it. <clears throat> yeah, I can't wait. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of the boys. I'm a huge fan of Star Trek Lower Decks too. That, I, that he's and you're in. Yeah, you I mean, never do, you never really noticed that. Yeah. Oh, I'm a huge fan of Star Trek Lower Decks. Oh yeah, he's great. Oh yeah, Nolan, you're in it too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, several episodes, just because I'm not in every one. Right. Also starring our good friend Fred Tattashore. Yeah, who is, he's awesome. He's awesome, but he's always been awesome. That's true. Um, speaking of awesome, how about awesome, Hasselhoff? Uh, David Hasselhoff is in our Topics and Tangent news. Uh, I, and, you know, no, no year is really complete without a Hasselhoff story. It's true. Hoff. Bet you think this is my real hair. But by the way, that's the worst pickup line ever. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Bet you think this is my real hair. Never works. <laughs> uh, never works. Why? It, it's, why it doesn't? <laughs> uh, David Hasselhoff is auctioning off the kit car uh, from Knight Rider. Um, I remember this like like it was the 1980s. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan, but I remember watching it because yeah. we didn't have anything else to watch on it's TV true. when we were kids. It was that, Fantasy Island, uh, Love Boat, if you're with your grandparents. Mm-hmm. MacGyver. Um, mm, Airwolf. MacGyver was pretty good. Okay, Airwolf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, apparently I'm wrong. Um, so, um, yes, the car is being auctioned off. It's funny that if you're a celebrity, it's called an auction. If you're a nobody, it's a yard sale. So <laughs> you guys put that together. Yeah. Uh, of course, at the yard sale, I've never sold my toaster. for. Right now, it's reached a high bit of $975,000. Um, again, just so you guys know, it is a customized Pontiac. Yeah. I mean... Firebird Trans Am. Pontiacs are not a million dollars. No. So... Anyway, um, and, and this isn't even the best part of the story. Uh, he's, he's <laughs> I, I like that this is, I'm reading this. The, the actor is also auctioning off a wide range of, <clears throat> quote, official merchandise. <laughs> official yeah, merchandise, including a Baywatch pinball machine and a 14-foot model of Hasselhoff's Body That's the that was used in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Seven hundred pound David Hasselhoff replica with hair from a yak. Yeah, that, um, that's that's the real. Out of all of that, that's what I think is worth. You know, some freak is going to get that <laughs> and just be like, "What are you doing? I'm mounting a fourteen foot Hoff tonight." <laughs> all hands on deck. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I got me a tub of Crisco at the Costco market. And I'm greasing up that ch muscly chest. <laughs> see what's under them britches. Yeah, under those red Baywatch shorts. Uh, what else do we have? Um, Lizzie Borden's house. Let's go completely different. Uh, the first original uh, psycho murderer, uh, Lizzie Borden, um, it's uh, it's actually in, in, in New England. It's in, uh, I believe, New Bedford, Massachusetts, mm -hmm. which is close to where I grew up. House is the site of the August 4th, 1892 hatchet murders of Andrew and Abby Borden, Lizzie's parents, Apparently they didn't uh, get to the nine one one quick enough. Get me nine one one six four two. Yeah, the infamous double murder. And the funny thing is, I, I, I saw a special on this um, on the History Channel at one point. Uh, I think it was History Channel that they actually uh, had tours of the Lizzie Borden house, and people came from all over to see where yeah. where a little girl butchered her parents with a hatchet. <laughs> Messed up is that? So I guess now Lizzie Borden has her own doll. Yeah, we're a little overboard on the crazy eyes. It's currently, so it's, it's, it's a bed and breakfast. You could actually go there and Let's sleep stay. there. Yeah. Why, I don't know, but some people, you know, Damn. some people look for Sasquatch. There is none. But they get TV shows and Taco Bell commercials. <laughs> okay. Bigfoot? My name is Daryl. Now it's, it's, it went on the market and um, I, it's, it's, what is it? For, it's like $2 million? Yeah. Who, I don't know who's buying that kind of thing. Richard McGonagall. Mm. <laughs> That's a great call. Richard's probably like, I put it a bid. <laughs> I, I've just always been a fan. I just, I'm going to use it as the Murder South Cottage. I'm up in Maine. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's funny, Drew. Drew kicking off the new year with some, some, some quality humor there. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was a long-lost niece. I bought her that hatchet. I am 200 years old. Okay, I don't Dude. even know what we're doing anymore, but that's Topics and Tangents. We've started our season with Hasselhoff and Lizzie McGonagall. I just, I, I just love the craziness that it's the so world wild. gives me. Mm -hmm. mm, it's tasty. You know Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jack Quaid. What's up? Oh, Hello. Big, big round of applause. How are you, pal? I'm doing good, man. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Are you kidding me? This is, uh, you are a very special guest because you are the first guest oh. of the new season. Uh, we've talked about doing it before, but I thought, you know what? Let's save. Let's let's kick the, the new level. Ooh, yeah. I didn't realize I was the premier guest. That's, I mean, I'm honored. Thank yes. you. Yes. Well, you know, there's a lot of, now you got to, you know, dance like a monkey for me. I need, I need. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was the deal. You texted uh, me, sure. Let's see, so uh, you are in Toronto, right? Yes, I'm in Toronto. In um, I just left quarantine. I, this is still, I still live here in the place where I was quarantining, yeah. but it was uh, 14 days when you get into Canada. It's very smart, it's a very safe thing, but uh, anyone coming into Canada has to find a place to quarantine for for 14 days, you can't leave. Um, so I just uh, played video games and uh, tried to cook and slowly went uh, insane. And um, yeah, now I'm just kind of recovering from that and I actually get to go outside. There's not a lot happening outside, but at least fresh air is a possibility. There you go. Point. So overall, doing pretty good, man. I like it. Okay, so in the video games, um, just let's start off with this. I just got off playing a little Left 4 Dead 2 for the first yes. time ever. Um, You've never played it. No. Xbox uh, controller is a little foreign to me, but um, we learned a couple things. The what the what did you learn? I learned the axe <laughs> is very useful uh, up close. Uh, mm -hmm. It's like a, a left push and then loosen, you know, loosen some necks and some heads. Chop and chop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So left, right. Uh, and then uh, what else? Uh, you need a good team, apparently, because I need to be I needed to be revived quite a bit. Yeah. Um, swamps at night, Terrifying. not a good place. Terrifying. Never. No. Never, never a good place. Never. What, uh, do you know what campaign you played out of all the different um, possibilities? Well, we were in the swamp, if that helps. Uh, I think it does, actually. I think there's one just called, like... The swamp? They, they, they pass them off, like, movie titles or something, but there's one called, like... 
uh, I don't know, Coach and Nick and Ellis or whatever in Swamp Nights at the Bayou or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, I remember That's there being exactly like a swamp was, yeah. level. Yeah, it might have been. And it was Bayou. Yeah, it was. It was that one. And uh, is that the one where it rains at the end? Well, we didn't get to the end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm sure it did. It looked like it. It, it looked. The forecast was for showers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it was raining right, some. Uh, it was raining some bloater acid or some whatever the hell that was spitting on me. Right. It was hitting my eyes. Um, it was, but it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. But I, I realized like I was the weakest link in the group. And then in one level, there's a place where they all start. You vote for to kick someone out, and they kicked somebody else out beside me. So I was like validated. <laughs> oh my god! There you go. I wasn't there the you shittiest. Go. You were not. You were not asked to leave the island. In a race that's, of four, that's... I finished third, and I'm proud of my bronze medal. <laughs> I'm proud of you, man. That's amazing. So you were Thank playing you. with real people, but they were strangers. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, uh, you know, Drew sets it up because Drew is the knowledgeable guy. And I, I, what was I in it? Like 15 minutes, I went, are these r- other people real? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, that's the tag. I'm like... Oh, and all of a sudden I got really self-conscious. I'm like, oh no. Like, oh no. What will like they- these people somewhere in the world are playing this game going, this asshole keeps shooting me. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Again, it sprays a little. There's a little kickback on the, that AK. Do you ever do you ever think how insane it would be if they knew they were playing with Nolan North? No. But I mean no, like No, but thank God I don't think that way, because that would be like, <laughs> Yes, yes, Jack, I do. And also my shit doesn't stink. <laughs> Right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm basically saying, like, if they, if they knew, like, if you got onto the voice chat, it, immediately I feel like people would be like, are we, are we playing with Nathan Drake right now? What's happening? Yeah. Like, that, and, and, and I would he, make their days is all I'm yeah. saying. Uh, would it? Or they go, because he sucks. Right. He's not good. Yeah. They would, be, they would be instantly, like, yeah. delighted and then, then disappointed because of yeah. the gameplay. <laughs> yeah. The, and, yeah. I don't and know most, how to break this. Of course, most people. terrible at this game. But most people would be like, What's he doing playing this game? He's not even in this game. Like, people, some people get pissed. They're like, "You shouldn't play games you're not in." I'm like, "What? What? What? Yeah." And the, and I always look. I'm like, "I'm in all of them." Being able to watch that's the equivalent of me not being able to watch like a TV show or a movie that I'm not in. Like that's just like. Also, you're in most of them. You, you're in most games. I, I well, you know, I, there was a time when that was a, that was a goal. I achieved that goal, and now I'm I'm going to move on to be in every uh, children's cartoon. And then I'm going to, nice. uh, my empire will then extend into uh, streaming television. There we're, we go. Uh, right, well, have... animation, speaking of animation, uh, you and I have a little bit to celebrate together. Yes, Star Trek Lower Decks. Now, where you are one of the lead characters. Boimler's back, baby. It's time to kiss some visiting butt. Wait, I'm still all phasey. Yeah. Uh, he has, you know, lots of great stuff. Starring Jack Quaid, let's say. But I get to be all the other guys. Which is one of my favorite things because it's never the same. Uh, and yeah. we have had a number of scenes together, but we didn't mm-hmm. know it because we report, record separately. Yeah, no, I think you, you, you told me, you told me like, yeah, I just went in for this Star Trek Lower Deck show. Um, I played some guy that was simultaneously aging and de-aging at the same time. And I'm like, I just recorded my dialogue with that character. Yeah. And then I watched that episode. And that is one of the funniest things <laughs> I've ever seen just where you you oscillate between young and old, and uh, yeah, it was during like the, the mutiny episode where yeah. my character Boimler gets put on this um, very mysterious like medical ship um, where they kind of ship out all these people who have been affected by various you know Star yeah. Trekky illnesses or or accidents, and they're <laughs> taking them to the farm, and uh, you know all the freaks on the ship who are like you know like you got into whatever accident that no, it was, was like an old man guy. and a little boy went through a teleporter and came out the other end joined together so it's a little old man who as he talks to boimler will all of a sudden get really young and say hey we have to go on the, the ship because we got really sick one time and then everybody we watched just sort of died and it just That's goes amazing. back and forth and I, when I, you know, I never auditioned. They call me in to do something. They said, well, we think we'll do some old and then young. We might mix it. I'm like, well, why don't I do it like that? Like what? And I did that and they went, yeah, do that. Affected by an alien horse bite, doomed to live out his days as half a rascal. <laughs> yeah, and, do that. And, it, and it worked. And then 
you know, it's. I, uh, I know in the second. Uh, I know we we just started season two. I guess we can. Yeah. We got we got picked up, and we and and you told me. Tell me. Tell everybody the news that you just told me. Yes. Uh, as of today, when we're recording this, January twenty second, um, Star Trek Lower Decks is now available in the international territories. So, like for some reason, it wasn't before. People were mad, but. Uh, it is now available in, in the UK and, and, and Japan and yep. a bunch of other places. So go out and check it out if you haven't already. Um, it's a great show. And, yes. and Nolan's in it. And, Star uh, Trek Lower Decks, uh, Jack Quaid. Uh, I, I've done it. Uh, I don't. I don't even know how many episodes I've done. A bunch of them, and you've done and, so many. And and it's 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 so much fun. And it literally just is. It's exactly what the title is. If if it's like while. The, the, the big stars of Star Trek are saving the galaxy. Everyone down underneath making this ship work who's just like, you know, can you believe this? Space meatloaf again. You believe that? <laughs> I mean, seriously, do, do they not, do they think we don't have a palate? It's like, well, the Klingons it's like, it's like, why are we making meatloaf for the Klingons? It's like everything, all the mundane shit that goes on below the decks uh, on the yeah. Enterprise. It's just, and, it's in, and in that world, it's, it's great. It's got kind of a, like, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are, are, are yeah. dead kind of a vibe. Because, you know, when you usually watch a Star Trek show, you mostly focus on the bridge crew. And whenever you see anyone in the lower decks, they're, like, running past Scotty because the ship is on fire yeah. in the bowels. And, and this is the show that says, like, okay, well, what are those people, you know, what do they eat in the cafeteria? <laughs> Like it's like where's he's go? Where's that guy who ran yeah. by while the, while they're, they're under attack? And what would do? What this show would do is like take that there's really an attack, and that guy has diarrhea, and he has to find <laughs> yeah. a bathroom. And it just that's what that that's what that little subplot within is. the ship attack for exactly. sure. Exactly. Yeah. As a, the, as the a classic Star Trek diarrhea arc. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We all know it. Yes. I will say I'm a I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge Star Trek fan. And uh, Lower Decks. I wasn't sure what to expect. Right. Like a cartoon right. Star Trek. It's never been done before. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved it. I mean, it is. It is. Oh, thank you. It is so true to like the roots of what Star Trek is. and I love that like I love the characters because they they're always talking about yeah. like the yeah. famous characters like they're always referencing like there's like an episode yeah. where there's like a uh, uh, where they talk about Chief O'Brien how he has like a statue you know I mean it is and it's just it's the so, most important man in Starfleet history exactly yeah. it is so smart in the humor for Star Trek fans I mean I can't recommend it enough if you love Star Trek you have to watch this show it is it is unbelievably funny all the people who do all the voices on the show are, are yeah, Fred, Fred yeah. Tattashore is, you know, Fred's like a regular too. I mean, I think he is a, like he's one of the main characters too. Yeah. He, he plays Lieutenant Shax, our head of security, and he's incredible. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite characters on the show for yeah. sure. And uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I give so much credit to, to Mike McMahon, our showrunner, because he just, he's such a Trek fanboy um, that he's just created a show for Trek fanboys. So you can, you can look into the background of certain shots and see like 10 references to very obscure Star Trek episodes. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of a, it's a, it's a good time. So check it out if you, yeah. if you haven't already. Yeah. If you haven't definitely check it out. CBS all access uh, yes. is, is uh, runs it uh, here in the States. And, but check your, check your local listings. Folks. It's Amazon uh, uh, everywhere else. It's Amazon. Is, Prime. is it, is it Amazon yeah. prime? Well, yeah. That's nice. That's perfect. Uh, it is a blast, and I, I, I'm, I just hope that one day they just go, "Hey, we just want this character to come on all the time. Are you cool with that?" I'm like, uh, "Tell me when and where. I'm, I'm recording. Let's go." Uh, I need more scenes with you uh, in in most things. You know what so would be cool? That, that is, I wish they would do it where we could, you know, be zooming like this, recording our lines, so you can play off each other. I, I think that yeah. that I know it's doable. Um, so I think that would be that'd be a lot of fun. We'll keep we can, we should we should for sure do it. You okay, know, so get this ready for this. Back and forth. Ready for this great segue? You work on another little show that I happen to be a huge fan of, and this is the thing we need to talk about today. Um, okay, yes. you work with uh, Carl Urban, who I, yes, I, I have had the pleasure of meeting and having dinner with uh, a, a couple times. Uh, super guy. He obviously uh, did an amazing job as Doctor McCoy in the. Updated Star yeah. Trek movies. Uh, for God's sakes, Jim, I'm just a doctor. Would I want to do that? Can you or can you not? Damn it, man, I'm a doctor, not a torpedo technician. He's, he's <laughs> fantastic. But the boys. Holy fuck. 
I, I I think it's no joke. I mean, you're no secret. You're in Toronto. That's where the show is shot. Uh, I have yeah. seen all of season one. I've started season two. Drew already spoiled something, and we're going to spoil it today, about the the amazing flexible rubber penis that strangles people. Uh, I haven't seen yes. that part, but I, I can't wait to get to it. This show is off its nut, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And um, today, uh, you're going to tell us all about uh, season three, because um, this is what we're doing. So uh, where do you want to start? Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I can't really say too much because they. Uh, no, no, you can. Just. No, this is. Not really. No, this is. No, no. Uh, we're taping this. We'll just air it after. We'll air it after uh, the the stuff that you tell us airs. Like 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 a Carl Urban's. Uh, he loses a foot in like episode That's two. Not, I mean, I, I haven't. I can neither confirm nor deny he said it uh, okay so that so that is a possibility because i heard that i I read about that i I wrote it down in my office and i read it back to myself they rename him stumpy i think yeah stumpy or or he actually i think he gets one of those stumpy yeah no i think what happens is they (laughs) they uh they they his he's got one of those feet remember the 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 girl in um kingsman 2 the The girl remember the girl with the the blade legs yeah carl urban gets a blade leg blade leg I, that it's would like be, a laser. Okay, I, we're just. I'm just. Wanna, I just want to put this out there, just so I'm not in like I don't know in breach of anything. Or, Kingsman too. The Kingsman. Yeah. The girl. Oh, remember the girl with the the blade oh, legs. Oh yeah. That Carl Urban gets a blade leg. Blade leg. I, that would it's be. like a laser. Okay, I, we're just. I'm just. Wanna, I just want to put this out there, just so I'm not in like I don't know in breach of anything or whatever. Like I I can neither say that that does happen or that doesn't happen on right. the show. Mm. You know, because you know we're, we're up here. Uh, we're about to start filming and, you know, it's kind of, um, everything's just really under wraps. You know, I can't really give out any details. So and the mummy, kind of under the wraps. So there's you a, know? so like, you're saying you this. to find out about Blade Legs later? So, so, so you say it's under wraps. So you're saying it's like the next superhero is the mummy? Some type of a mummy, not, Egyptian no, warlord princess with a, with a lightsaber? Mark Hamill is in it? Mark Hamill in I season can, three? Confirmed by Jack. That's awesome. I, I call Mark. I love Mark Hamill. That Mark Hamill. Have you gotten to work with him? I can tell you this. I can tell you this because it's been announced. Um, Jensen Knuckles is in the show. I know. I read for that part. He's playing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm kidding? It's in the the scenes in a diner. I, I'm not kidding. You watch. <laughs> Don't spoil the di- that whole diner thing is so essential to the. By the way, the, the greatest that whole diner arc is so. Oh, I shouldn't even be saying this, man. No. You had to oh, say so you say? Wait, so you're saying there's a diner? There might be I'm a not diner. Saying... See, well, here's the great thing. I just made that up, um, or did I? <laughs> Actually, I didn't. It's a. I don't know. Is it a diner? I, you know, a lot of times the audition material they send is just. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with the, the show. In fact, I just did another audition that I didn't get. Um, that actually, actually, actually they put a pin in me. So actually that's interesting. Uh, pins are good. Pins are good. Are so good. They, they like that. Um, but it, I, they even say that this, none of this is in, uh, any show. They actually will just write stuff that is, fits the character, but has nothing to do with the plot because people spoil yeah. stuff like Jack just spoiled about the leg and uh, Mark Hamill. I'm very excited about Mark working with you. Anyway, okay. Look, I'll um, say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. There's no, there's no diner. There might be a deli. <laughs> well, that's pretty. You know, see that, okay. That's. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna call. But I know what I'm you gonna mean call about shenanigans the... because there's diners or delis or restaurants and everything. So that doesn't work. But I'm gonna send you my right. audition tape because I. I mean, if I had been on, you know, Supernatural for 36 years like he was. Um, I, I, I probably would have been up for the part. So, Nolan, um, uh, who is that? What was I going to say? Oh, the dummy side auditions. That is a thing that I've, I've come into contact with a few times. Yes. And it's always the weirdest. It's very weird because I, I have read, like, scripts that are for other movies. I've read, like, things from plays. I've read, like, things from sitcoms that kind of fit maybe this character from this franchise. Um, and I remember I had one audition for a movie that I did not get, um, where the dummy sides were, were lines that weren't words. It was literally like, no one speaks like this. It's like, I need you to op like on juror, but do it 
clicky this rhyme it's like i remember being like why would they force us to do this yeah it was insane it was like not only do we not know any context but we're not speaking the way that people speak it's it was insane it was like it was like just an insane supercomputer made up a script. That was that's know, kind of what it was. Do you know what I think is interesting though? Uh, and and you know, for for the truthfully, it's been uh, COVID that caused this. It used to happen for a lot of people when they travel, actors when they traveled, the self tape. And mm. I am a big fan of the self tape. And I've I've heard from my agents and uh, and they've heard from casting directors. Casting directors love the self tapes. Because the actor is now putting himself on tape or herself on tape, basically saying, this is my take on the character. This is my choice. I'm going to give you, it's not like, oh, can we do it again in the room? Uh, can I try something different? And which I always love doing, but it's basically, I'm going to give you that. There's no, no more parking. Hey, do you validate that, you know, a driving, getting there on time, traffic, whatever. And they can then get, a number of tapes, then they whittle them down for the producers who can watch them in their own time. Uh, it's True. interesting. True. How do you feel about that? I don't like self-tapes, uh, to be honest, because it gives me so much control over the tape and the and the take that I often find myself like just staring at my, you know, whatever, the, the photo app, looking at all of the different takes and looking at each one and just, it gives me more opportunity to overthink it completely. And yeah. uh, like, oh man, which one do I send in? So well, I don't know, for me and my own personal neuroses, I like, I hate it. Cause I just like going in the room, getting it over with. And if they can adjust me right there in the room, all the better, instead of like an email chain that's like, oh, can he send another one in like this? I don't know, but yeah, I guess well, this is just the way we're going to have to roll for a bit, right? Yeah, and, and and to be honest with you, from what I've heard, casting directors like it so much, it may be more of the norm than, hey, uh, can he come into the office and do this? It's like, no, he can self-tape. I mean, if you're shooting in Toronto and, and somebody wants to see you, you're not going to fly to sure. uh, Vancouver or Atlanta or wherever or, 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 to, or California or wherever to, to audition for that. And yeah. So the self tape. I mean, uh, uh, Graham McTavish. Uh, you know, he was at my house and did. He said, "Can you help me with this self tape?" And I set it up with him. We, I read with him, and he ended up booking that role. And, nice. um, and, and no commissions came my way. And if you're watching, you know, who, Graham, you owe me that money. Um, but <laughs> it, it's interesting how, how I, I, the one thing I miss is when you do a good take and they go, "That was great." And they give you an adjustment, especially if the director's there in a callback situation. Right, right, right. And they want to try, and they, and because usually I always found that when they start playing with it, they're like, okay, no, we, we like what he's doing. And usually ends totally. up going to the role. I, I, I don't, I try to give it my, my first impression, get a good clean take, and then I just send it and forget it because I'm like, okay, that I don't, because yeah. I will overthink it. And I'm like, I don't like how my eyebrow raised on that one line. Exactly. Uh, you know, That's what I'm like, always thinking. So I just sit there and I'll be like, eh, just. And maybe yeah. I'm maybe I'm I'm missing the opportunity, but I just. Uh, I Honestly, I think you have a point though with the like you know the va- validation, the driving, the traffic, the stress of getting there, all of that stuff. Like that, I'm glad is not waiting rooms over. Oh, yeah. Very happy about that. Yeah, that's the, the worst. That is the worst. I I I would hope, and I don't know because I uh, it's the self tape stuff is fairly. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly new to it, but I feel like if you got when they get down to the certain people, then they may say, Hey, can you, we're, we shoot in Toronto. Can we fly you into Toronto? We're flying like two or three guys to do it with the director. You know, that maybe that's the future. Cause that's still going to be less money spent in that casting process than it was to have the casting director's office, the casting director's there. And sometimes the worst is when you go to the, oh God, it's I, I'm going to see Junie Lowry Johnson, this great casting director. Yeah. And I love Junie. I know Junie, Junie's put me in most of the TV stuff I've done. And I get there and like, oh, Junie had a meeting. So I'm just getting like, I don't even get to see her. You know, I'm really sick. I don't get to see my friend. Yeah. And, yeah, it's like, no, and then it's I, like I, the assistant's like, and I was at one time as this young kid was doing the assistant, he goes, yeah, I didn't really like that. Um, I think you should try it this way. And I'm looking at him going, no, I, I, that's my interpretation. 
when they yeah, pay yeah, me, yeah. they can tell me how they want it done. But do I look yeah. the part of my right anyway? Um, no, but it's 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 a yeah, it's such an interesting thing. I think that that like molds you in a way is going into those rooms and kind of having borderline not great experiences. Like it does kind of yeah, it, it hardens you a little bit. I remember like when I was first starting out, like I think people just assumed I would be an asshole because my parents are famous. <laughs> so I had a lot of people say to me like, "Oh, that was actually not bad." I thought you would just come in here and expect it to be handed to handed to you and be a real jerk. And I was like, well, that was a lot of expectations right out of the bat. Uh, but sure. Um, uh, but yeah, it's just, I think that there's like having a bad audition, I think it's a little bit like stand up. Like you have to bomb sometimes or have like a weird experience in order to yeah. get better. Yeah. But I think you, you, know? you, you but, had a, you had a different perspective. Cause when I met you, you couldn't have been just more. I mean, I, you were just, I was looking around you're like, Oh, I'm a big fan. I'm like me. And you're like, oh, yeah, you. And man. it was like, Are but it, but me? at the time, but it was it was cool because I remember then you invited me to do one of my favorite things I've ever done. Uh, he and a bunch of his buddies had the Sasquatch uh, comedy troupe, whatever the hell they called it. But it was like it was like yeah, an yeah, improv, yeah, yeah. And, they, yeah. and they did and they asked me to come do a couple uh, things. As a matter of fact, what would you say we should show a, a bit of Sasquatch? Let's show it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I think the so, first one that we had you in, it was called like Mad Men Drinking Meeting or something. It was just playing off that idea of like, yeah, you know, we did back that in one. that time. The real Good. handsomeness. Good women, women like me. Oh, damn. Damn, I know damn well right there. We've seen damn. And then great. I did another one where you guys are pitching ideas and we, we went to the eight. What did we go to? ICM? Yeah, we went to like UTA, to like a conference room in UTA to shoot a sketch where we're pitching you playing kind of like a big time Hollywood agent or a producer. We're, 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 yep. we're pitching you like our idea for a TV show. And we're just talking about um, how we could get like Subway to sponsor the show. And uh, I think my whole bit in that is like, do you need me to strip more because <laughs> I'll strip more or something? Yeah. I forgot what it was. It was, a, it was a while ago, but it was super fun. Is this what you want? <laughs> Subway, eat fresh. The way that we met, we were very excited to have you on. We actually couldn't believe that you said yes, because the way that I met you and, and a bunch of people in the, you know, kind of video game world was I did a video game called uh, Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. Where I have, like, I had, like, two days there, um, and I had just finished, like, you know, Uncharted and The Last of Us. And I'm, I'm in a room, I was like 22. I was freaking out because I was in a room with you and Troy Baker and John DiMaggio. Bailey and yeah, Joe, yes, John DiMaggio was there. Yeah. And um, so many heavy hitters were in that room. Um, uh, J.B. Blanc. J.B. Blanc, um, yep. Taught me how to do a British accent for that. Um, uh, so many incredible people. If I'm missing any of their names, I apologize. But it was like, I was nerding out so hard uh and that was such a good time and then through that you were just kind enough to to help us out and be in a few sketches and we were all huge fans and i don't know thank you again no for, god for it, doing it, that but it, it was, was so it was, fun oh no it was a blast i mean those guys and it was it was clever it was fun and i just remember i think the, the thing about when you see when i watched you do that stuff and and knew that you wouldn't be a jerk is is just because you know your mom's Meg Ryan, your dad's Dennis Quaid. It's like um, two of my favorite actors, by the way. My wife still wants to meet your mom someday. Um, she just we can make that happen. Man. No, no. Like I remember you doing that, and when when someone is just uh, free to like and not self conscious enough to to try to look cool and they can make fun of themselves and be silly and, and goofy and funny like you were with Sasquatch and your friends. There's, you can tell that this is, that there's an openness and kind of like, uh, I remember wanting to have oh, you thanks, talk man. to, talk to Cooper, my son, who was, who was pursuing that at that time going, you know, here's somebody with famous parents who does not take any of that for granted and who is, 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 you know, happy to try to, to make a, make an ass of himself if it's for a laugh. And, and I think hey, that's a quality that, that great actors have is the idea that, yeah, well, I'm, I'm playing a character and we're having fun and it's okay. And, and, and you would, it was very generous in a, in a, in a, in a group like that. You're, you're learning in um, that sometimes you're the straight man and you got to let your friend have the big funny line. Sometimes you do it, but it's, it, you know, like the old saying, the play's the thing. And, 
it yeah, became no, funny. No, no, of course. So there was no, I, I remember watching that very closely and seeing that there was no ego there. And it was very, Aww. everybody was sharing and giving and like, hey, you take this line. Hey, what if you say this? And you watch these guys work. And I was like, I almost felt jealous. I was like, mm. oh my God, this is phenomenal. It's like I. Yeah. And then you showed up. And, and then, then I showed up, up and I ruined and everything. And no, I was like, dude, um, why right. is there crust on these sandwiches? Right. I, a crust is supposed to be cut off yeah. of my sandwiches Crustless when I'm on sandwiches set. sandwiches for Nolan North. Everyone knows. Yeah, they Everyone had no in this business worth their salt knows that. <laughs> they had no craft services. They were like, I got a Mountain yeah. Dew with some peanuts. I'm like. <laughs> well, th thank you, man. That means a lot. Like, yeah, it was just this sketch group I started with um, my friends, two of them from college, one I've known since high school, basically. And we just... You know, we were in L.A., the phone was not ringing off the hook for any of us, so we figured, okay, let's just create our own stuff. And for, like, a few years there, we were putting out a sketch a week on YouTube. Um, we were still, you know, doing live shows uh, up until the pandemic hit, and, you know, that's one of the things I think I missed the most is performing live or, or going to see something live. Um, but, uh, yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was truly a blast, and hopefully we still get to do it uh but it was and that, just and that's still up and right. running right what is where is the where do yeah. people see it well, i want to put that up there so because people should check it you out it's you, funny youtube i think we're just called sasquatch sketch on youtube sasquatch sure. sketch but, uh, find it we're, we're posting it up right now it's it's going to be at the bottom right below me or sasquatch comedy one of the two it's been a while since i visited the youtube page so uh bear with me but yes i think it's sasquatch comedy on youtube check it out nolan's in it again it's amazing by the way, that one part, that one part where I spin around the, the straw, one take. Just went. Nailed it. We nailed it. it in one. One take. <laughs> and I remember and my I favorite part, my favorite part, I remember it very well. My favorite part was body shots. And he just, pat, he just pauses and just, and he literally went oh, down. Out of shot. Body shots. And he, and I just looked over and he, he, he goes down and, and I just kind of, I, cause I didn't expect him to do, oh my God, it was funny. Body shot. Okay. No, you're my sleeping horses. I took time. a body shop, uh, shot off of uh, my, my friend's belly button. It was a good time. It was very... <laughs> he did, right in front of me. And I was like, that's, right that's, not, that's not strange at all. Didn't tell him a thing. I didn't know it was going to happen. Good. Body shot out of his buddy's oh, yeah. hairy belly button. And it was like, yep, that just happened right in front of me. I'm going home to a family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um... Buddy, um, I know you. Uh, you have uh, your COVID test. Uh, I'm sure it's uh, negative coming up. We'll let you go. Yeah. Um, th thank you. Thank for, you for uh, having me. Hey, listen. The, the, uh, the we're, we're going to be looking out for Carl Urban's uh, uh, missing foot. Uh, Mark Hamill. Yep. I'm super excited about that. And, sure. And um, you know, my my role upcoming. Um, should we? I, I. Do you want to tell them? I mean, I. I did finally get a role in the boys. I'm a, uh, in my superhero and. <laughs> Can neither confirm or deny. I mean, I'm denying. I, I don't think I, I haven't seen it in the, the scripts or anything yet. But here's but, the deal. Uh, I, I found, I found some email addresses of the producers. I want to pitch them. Me you coming found on the show. Some email addresses? Yeah, I got it. Don't worry about it. Um, I, right. I have, I, uh, got so, off a guy off, uh, but basically, uh, I, sure. I'm dropping your name, by the way. I hope you're cool with that. And tell Carl no. I dropped his name as well. Um, I'm, I'm sure he I'm won't be cool with it. I'm going to be a superhero. What? Uh, but I need to pitch him. What? What? We're trying to come up with an idea of like what superhero power would I would I would I promote? Let's let's spitball, Drew. You can be part of this. Tell me what kind of hero um, power? What could I? I mean, let's and let's not do anything I like oh, we can voice uh, the people around. No. Oh I, man, that was my thing. That was yeah. going to be my thing. Was it? Well, here's... here's oh, wait, wait, that wait, was wait, be wait. My you think If they go for it, I'm good with it. Go ahead. Hit me. But my suggestion would be, because this is a real superpower that you have, and yes, voiceover, but specifically, you're Christopher Walken. I was telling a friend recently that you do the, I think, the best one, because hmm. of they actually do pay you to do they have, some they have, ADR for you. They have done that, Jack, several times. In fact, soon they may pay me more. Keep your eyes out, folks. Christopher Walken's coming soon. There you go. With television, exactly. you. So I'm thinking maybe, you know, we have a we have a we have a character on the show called Doppelganger who can kind of transform into Ooh. into anyone. Or the mimic. Uh, the mi doppelganger. Oh, a doppelganger's better. The mimic is kind of 
doppelganger. I like the mimic. The mimic could work. And then um, Carl Urban has to come in and take down the doppelganger. <laughs> be perfect. I mean, there's already a guy in our show named Doppelganger, but you oh, could shit. be like... that's right. No, then the mimic. You could be the vocal equivalent, but, or, you know, if we really need a good Christopher Walken impression within the boys team, I think we could probably oh, have you. Oh, no, if that ever happened. Mm. 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 What, um, if, what, if, what if, like, you had, like, the mocap guy, right? Like, you, you, and while you wear the mocap suit, you could, I like... become anything. Yeah. You can, like, yeah. But you actually you don't actually change. You're still in the mocap suit, but you just voice like your voice changes like weirdly. What if I? You actually don't have a superpower, but you think you do. What if I work at a grocery (laughs) store and they call me just as good? Yeah, a grocery store worker and they call me the butcher. (laughs) Mm. Sure. Yeah. Because because they don't. There's. I don't think there would be a problem with that. You don't think there's there's like nobody. No. I mean, no conflicts at all. There is. There's no conflicts, right? Right. No. What if I'm like Huey Butcher? They call me. That's a cool name. Yes, that works for me. Won't be confusing at all. No, you know. Yeah. No, no. Um, no wait. Season three sounds amazing. What? With the okay. power of, with the power of uh, being, you you work at an electronics store and you're an actual butcher at a grocery store. You know what? What you know? What we call him Cancel Man because I think my involvement in season three <laughs> could assure that there would be no season four pickup. <laughs> Cancel. I'm in as long as we pronounce it Cancelman. Cancel. Yes. Hello, I'm Simon Cancelman. <laughs> there you go. And uh, come browse my showroom. Look at all these gorgeous leather coats. Why did we, Boys Season Three? Why did they cut to that guy? I don't know. Why did they keep cutting to Simon Cancelman? He has nothing to do with the rest of the show. Yeah, it's like, do you need a leather coat him for your next black, superhero event? Talking about his coats. Yeah, it's just like, I, I, I do it. It's like a bad cable access going, hi, I'm Simon Cancelman. Come, browse the showroom. We have all kinds of leather coats, black, yellow, and brown coats. Belts, too. You should come by and pick some up. See the beautiful merchandise we have only at Cancelman's Leather Coats. Yeah, there you go. Come. The swallow midway through makes it, for sure. I'll, I'm going to pitch this, and I want you I to be in like a white Slash, blank. slash, slashing prices. <laughs> I want show. you to have like a white background and have absolutely, like all you're doing is talking about the coats, but we never see the coats. Yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> There's like We never um, see them. You're gesturing off screen. They might be off they might be out of frame, they might not be. Yeah. That's the mystery. Nothing. That's what'll hook people people in. And then just in the background every now and then like a cow walks by. Like, what yeah. the hell is going on there? Uh, it just and he looks just complete like he's like a normal guy and then they say action. He's like, uh he just goes pale. Yeah. So wait, within the show, hold on a second. Within the show, we see like a crew say like action. Like we, we, we not only see the TV spots. By the way, I'm all in on this. I'm, I'm pitching it to Kripke tomorrow. But um, <laughs> we not only see the ads, but we see how they're shot as well. And what happens in Simon Cancelman's life. You know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, Eric Kripke, by the way, folks, uh, phenomenal writer, uh, producer. Incredible. Um, if you do talk to him, tell him I want to be on this show uh, for real and um, tell him I'm a huge fan. I'll tell you one of the things that I remember uh, I got after I worked with J.J. Abrams um, on the, the Star Trek uh, with and I, I, you know, I didn't get to work with Carl, but on the, on that movie. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I told J.J. I want to work and they, they ended up um, I got to audition and I got the script Nothing ever came of it, obviously, but it was for Revolution and the series on NBC. And it was, please tell him this for me. That pilot script was probably the best pilot I think I may have ever read. Just how that pilot, just that first episode, that pilot script was, Mm -hmm. I remember reading that thinking, this is, this is amazing. And I remember going, Eric Kripke, this is unbelievable. So... Yeah, he's incredible, and I'm a I big think fan he's of like his, one of so. he's one of the best writers. You know, I'm just I'm blessed to be on a show that he writes and that he show runs. He's incredible, yeah, and uh, he 
I want you in the show, so we got to make that happen. Hey, I, you know what? The thing is, uh, I, and I've, I was, I've told people this, is like uh, now that my kids are older, uh, I've, I kind of pulled away from that, and I, I, I kind of bitched and moaned about it a little bit when my kids were younger, but my voiceover industry has allowed me to, to be a dad and, and be at home. And, yeah, and, and now that my kids are, could care less and they're out, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to kind of rechannel that. Uh, and uh, so far, so good. It's been, it's been, I've had some really interesting nice, meetings. So uh, I am available. Uh, and uh, yeah, tell Kripke, tell Kripke I'm a huge fan and I, and I want to do anything uh, for that. Just to work with you. But I get to, I got, you know. We got lower decks, but no, we need to work in live action again. Uh, I just want you know, to ever since everybody's you. favorite thing that everyone's seen, Mad Men Drinking Meeting featuring Nolan North by Sasquatch Comedy. People have been really asking for that reunion. They have been. You know? <laughs> they have been on, all, on, on uh, message so boards calls. all over. Mm. In um, all of the message boards. I just want to quarantine with you. Do you really? I went nuts. I went truly nuts. I don't I know if anyone wants to quarantine. Oh, God. Maybe it's just my age, but I got to the point where I'm like, yeah, if I don't have to go out, no. Nope. Leave, yeah. the, leave the groceries at the, at the door. <laughs> nope. Don't it's need good. to see anybody. I mean, there were times where it was nice, but then there were times where I was just like, like time just, uh, I lost all sense of time. Like just it all. Yeah, but see, you're you know, still. 2 a.m., yeah, 8 in the morning. Yeah, but the thing, thing is, Jack, you're young and full of vigor. And you, the worst thing that you have is you have hope. I have no hope. And well, the hope, that's right, what that's gets what me through. That's hope. what gets me through COVID and quarantine. I have no hope for nothing good happens. Like Larry David at the beginning of this. Don't go outside. Nothing good ever happens outside. Don't you watch my show? There you go. Yeah. So no. Kidding. Yeah. No. Um, we will uh, we will we will I'm gonna I'm gonna make this happen. Hapkin. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Simon Cancelman. So and uh, yes, so you talk to Kripke. I'm going to spoil season three. And um, I love you, pal. Uh, we'll see you on the lower decks or, or, or at, a, at a theater near you. I don't even know what to say anymore. Yeah, yeah. At a Not very good at signing off. Out. Bye. And, um, everybody uh, keep an eye out for the Simon Cancelman spinoff coming uh, 2026. It, 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 okay. You think that's that much... Development? Okay. You need to develop, you need to write it, you need to shoot it, you trust need to... A lot of CG. I'm going to try know? a lot of CG. Yeah, yeah, a lot of CG. A lot of CG in Simon Campbell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and to, to make it truthful, I will have to convert to Judaism to make it, you know, authentic. <laughs> right. uh, which, I, I, which I'm cool with. No, no, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> if they can, um, cool. they just need to find a yarmulke big enough to fit my head. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. I know. It's like a felt sewer cap. Anyway. Thank you so much, buddy. Uh, best of luck, um, and we're, we'll be Thank watching. You, sir. Talking soon. Yeah, man. Bye, Thanks buddy. for having me on. Take care. See you, dude. Hey, welcome back. It's Retro Feud. I'm your host, Nolan North. And today uh, we have Candace and Amelia. Uh, how are you both doing today, Candace? How's everything? Everything is absolutely wonderful. Fantastic. So, and and tell and great. tell all the all the folks at home where where you're from and what do you do? I'm from Ypsilanti, Michigan, and I'm a gamer. And I also schedule appointments for doctors. Very nice. Very nice. I will be setting up my colonoscopy very soon, Amelia. Hi. Tell us, hi, hello, and how are you? Love the background, very colorful. Oh, thank you, um, thank you. Uh, and and where, where are you joining us from, Amelia? The lovely Wales in the UK. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, you know, I'm Welsh. I think I've said this I to know. everybody who's from Wales. I um, so I I, I, I I like that. I've never been there. I was supposed to do the Wales Comic Con last year, and of course, everything got canceled. But in the future, one day, I'll get there. Because um, it's so beautiful. Okay, so... Um, we're going to start the show. Um, we're going to get right into it. Um, I'm going to think of a number. We're going to pick who goes, who gets the choice to go first or second. So whoever's closest without going over, I'm going to pick a number between one and 20. Got it. Uh, Candace, pick a number. Let's do 13. Three. The number was 11. 
Amelia, you did not go over, so you get to choose. Would you like to go first or second? I think I want to go first. You want to go first? Okay. There. Ooh, okay. Okay. Interesting strategy. Uh, I like it. It is bold choice. And um, let's get into it. Let's play the feud. <laughs> I just like saying that. There's nobody over there, by the way. I just... First question. Name a common New Year's resolution. Lose weight. Name a place where you're not allowed to touch anything. A museum. Name a type of seafood. Sushi. Name a place where you shouldn't fall asleep. In class. Finally, name something made of wool. A sweater. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, a new season, a new level, and we still don't have... A real bell. Uh, okay, let's go over it. Pagan, um, uh, you'll be handling all the scores for me. Amelia, name a common New Year's resolution. You said lose weight. Uh, number one answer, increase fitness exercise, but lose weight for 10 points. Yes. Uh, it. Although it's weird because increase fitness would do that unless you're just unless you're just packing on like super fuel. I just want I just want to get some of that weight gainer 6,000 and just and just pump iron. True. So, 10 points. to Name a place where you're not allowed to touch anything. You said museum. Number one answer, museum. 35 points. No. Name a type of seafood. You said sushi. Uh, number one answer, prawn sushi. That's a, that's a oh, goose seafood. egg. I know. It, it, it is a seafood, but apparently prawns, mussels, lobster, crabs, clam. I mean, all of that is technically sushi. So, right. it's a little... Yeah. Um, I've been wrong. true. Uh, it is. <laughs> Name a place where you shouldn't fall asleep. You said class for uh, 20 points. 20 points, oh, class. Number, number one uh, answer was at work, but class. We need 20 points for that one. And finally, name something made of wool. Number one answer, a jumper. I'm surprised you didn't say a jumper. jumper. I know. A sweater. See, the thing is, I hang out with sweater. so many American people, I said sweater. Yeah. Sweater, 35 points for sweater or jumper. Oh, I remember the first time uh, nice Graham one. McTavish was staying in my house. He goes, excuse me, mate, I've got to go put on a jumper. And jumpers were always for, like, toddlers. That's, that's what we used to call like them. Like a jumper, a, a yeah. Jumper. Mm-hmm. So and I and he and he came out in one of those, not a sweater. It was weird. Pagan, uh, give me the number. Amelia has how many points? One hundred points. One hundred even. I'll take oh. it. Yeah, Woo. on the dot. All right, Candace. On the nose. Here we go. Get your thinking cap on. Are you ready? Here I'm we ready. go. First question. Name something people have started doing more since quarantine. Uh, self projects. Name a popular winter sport. Skiing. Name something you always have to keep plugged in. Keep it clean. Your cell phone. <laughs> How long does a typical New Year's resolution last? One month. And finally, name an annoying thing other drivers do on the road. Don't use their blinker. Ding, 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 ding. Thank you, thank you. Circle gets the square. No, that's a different game. Okay. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, okay, okay. You know you have to beat a hundred points. Here we go. Name something people have started doing more since quarantine. You said self projects. <laughs> wow, starting off with a zero. A number one answer: watching TV. Number two: I can't believe you playing video games. Playing video games, baking. I mean, I've seen yeah. Uh, no. a, uh, six people said binge eating. Yeah, that, and that would I'm, be number I'm one, one of for those. Me. I'm one of those. Yeah. 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 I'm just like, well, there used to be a pan of brownies and now they're gone. <laughs> Weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you started that not good. So now you got four, four point, four questions to get to the hundred. Uh, name a popular winter sport. Uh, you said skiing. Show me skiing. 35 points. Number one answer. 35 points. Uh, name something you always keep plugged in. You said cell phone. No, number one answer, TV. Phone is the uh, uh, number two answer. 26 points. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. How long does a typical New Year's resolution last? You said one month. Show me one month. Number one answer, 41 <laughs> points. My goodness. Uh, just wow. 
Amazing. Finally, uh, last question. Name an annoying thing other drivers do on the road. Uh, you kept it clean. Because my number one answer is that's yeah. not, not fit for prime time. Uh, you said not using your turn signals. Number one answer, 28 points. Uh, oh. For a whopping total of, uh, uh, out of pretty much four, because you started the goose egg, of how many, Pagan? 130 points. 130 Woo! points. Candace with the win today. Well done, Candace. Um, Good job, Candace. You uh, will get a, a, a uh, expect a big package of um, packing foam, uh, like peanuts, packing peanuts. Uh, so in case, like you, in case you ever have to ship something. Yeah, I do it all the time. It won't be from us. I'll send it right back. <laughs> but uh, we, we sure do appreciate you guys playing uh, and joining us here on uh, the new level, new season of Ooh. Retro Replay. You are our first uh, replayers, and we, we love you. We appreciate you guys so much. Um, say hi to Aaron for me. And uh, teach me how to do that. It's uh, I can't. I'm not good at that. I, mine always looks like a talk. tomato. <laughs> I just close enough. Uh, yeah, terrible. close enough. I love you guys. Thank you for joining us, Pagan. Um, send them that box of, of packing peanuts to our winner. Yeah, whatever's uh, in my trash can, you'll be getting. Okay. I'll take Pagan's garbage. Well, by awesome. God, that is some good, high-quality Irish garbage. <laughs> yes, Guys, it's exotic. Thank you so much. Yes, it uh, is. We appreciate it, and we will see you next time on Retro Feud. Yeah. Okay, time for our uh, photos on the bar. As always, um, we have our, 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 our own replayers right behind me. Uh, first up, Johnny N., uh, one of the big winners in Australia. Uh, he actually got through the game we were playing there a couple of years ago. Johnny N. is up there. Uh, next up, Sonia Zetaffer. Um, and this is, this is such cool. This is their own artwork. Uh, and that's uh, Megan, Maverick Werewolf, on the left and on the right is Sonia. Uh, and finally, Anna Peterson, wearing the mask, being safe and responsible and staying that. COVID-free, we hope, right? Yeah. Uh, Anna, uh, that's it. Those are our, our, our replayers and our photos on the bar. That's so awesome. Now it's time for our uh, our shout-outs, yeah? Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, member shout-outs at the Get Good level, Air Gato, Tom D., Rebecca Hillary, and Jefferson Owl, Hoot, um, then at the Drew Soup level, we have uh, Benjamin Urch, uh, Malik Ramsey, and of course at the Alton Beast level, Rainbow Dash, Matthew Snyder, and Melanie Steiner, Marty Deeks. Uh, thank you. This is your member shout out. Ah! See, that's in pitch. This is the shout out. Ah! I, I, I just never gets old. Never gets old. <laughs> Hey guys, remember, if you want your photo on the bar, or if you want to be part of the shout outs, all you have to do is join. Become a replayer and subscribe. There's, there's different tiers for everybody to join. Uh, we do some, uh, Drew, tell them, we do some, some live uh, uh, events where we, we sit down and we just shoot the breeze with each other. Uh, live uh, Zoom, of course. Um, we, there's, you're going to get discounts on merchandise from our store. Um, you're, you're, you're part of the replayers for good, you know? Uh, we have the Get Good level, Drew Soup level, Altered Beast. Uh, everything comes with its own perks, and, and just check it out below and uh, join us. Yeah. Come on down. Uh, it, it's a good time, and, and we, just, we have such a great community. We want you part of it, and we want to see you on the bar. We want to give you that shout-out. We want to talk to you one-on-one. It's awesome. Uh, we can't thank you enough for the people who do support this show. Yes. The show wouldn't happen without that support, honestly. Uh, That's right. You know, for the things we have to, cameras, equipment, lights, editors, stuff like that. So it's 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 so awesome that we're able to do this, and we hope that you know we bring you the content that uh, you want to support. And That's right. And if you're not a subscriber and you're new to this channel right now, you have no idea who that was. That's Drew. <laughs> That's Drew. That's the voice that sits over to the right. He's... He's Drusephine J. Joseph and and oh my, he just he just just he spits venom, as Eminem would say. 
<laughs> he spits venom. He spits knowledge, That's... and you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna That's... take it in. He's from Kentucky, yeah. so yeah. if you wanna send soap, you can do that too. <laughs> Join Retro Replay. <laughs> Uh, hi, I'm Simon Cancelman. Come, browse the showroom. We have all kinds of leather coats, black, yellow, and brown coats. Belts, too. You should come by and pick some up. See the beautiful merchandise we have, only at Cancelman's Leather Coats. Come. I am slash, slash, slashing prices. Retro Replay stars Nolan North and was created by PJ Harzma, Drew Lewis, and Nolan North. This episode was edited by Stephanie Judge and mixed by Paul Boff. This show is listener-supported, so if you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Or join our community as a member on YouTube. You can choose from one to four tiers to support on a monthly basis. If you're currently a member, thank you for supporting us and keeping this channel going. This show is brought to you by Red Bear Films and Retro Replay. I'm Paul Both. Stick around for another episode, or we'll see you next week. <laughs>